Hi, my name is Ella, and I am the host of the For Better Self and Net Worth podcast, formerly known as Budget Babe. The purpose of this podcast is to empower you to follow your dreams, achieve your goals, be the best version of yourself, and live your best life alongside taking ownership of your wealth, your life, and your goals. Give me a listen at Amazon Podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio Podcast, and pretty much anywhere you get your podcast. You will hear me going on subjects that I'm very passionate about. You will also hear some of my amazing guests who are also entrepreneurs, creators, go-getters, and overall have some amazing value for you. Welcome to a brand new episode of Beauty Unlocked, the podcast. If you're new to Beauty Unlocked, I'm Carissa, host of this circus. Welcome, friends. If you've been a long-time listener, you know all about the shenanigans and utter fuckery that is Beauty Unlocked. <laughs> Are you ready? Welcome, friends, to a brand new episode of Beauty Unlocked, the podcast. This is episode 50, the big 5-0. Holy crap, I can't believe we've actually made it this far. <laughs> I hope everybody had a lovely week and are super excited that it is finally the weekend. I am again recording on a Friday. I'm a bit late with everything. It's be I'm going to blame it all on my sister at this point. She's visiting from the States and um, yeah, pretty much. So it's been like nonstop going here, right, left, right and center. And I'm just like, oh, my goodness, I have to work. Leave me alone. So before we get into the meat of this episode, episode 50, the big five zero. Oh oh, my goodness, I can't believe it. Before we get into that, I just wanted to say that you heard from Ella. She's the host from Better Self and Net Worth podcast, and she was kind enough to invite me onto her podcast where we talked about the beauty industry, self-esteem, self-worth, about our podcasts. So apart from checking out our episode that we did together, um, you should definitely follow her on Instagram. I will actually be posting all of her links onto the show notes so you all can go and follow her and listen to her podcast because her her goal is to empower you to follow your dreams and to achieve your goals and she is an awesome awesome host so thank you so much Ella for having me on your show I had an absolute blast and hopefully one day in the near future probably after this extreme heat in Cyprus because Cyprus summers are extremely hot I would love to have Ella on Beauty Unlock the podcast so definitely go check her out she's available on all podcasting platforms and apps um, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify so that's Better Self and Net Worth Podcast 
I hope you enjoyed last week's episode where we took a look at Hollywood and its digital little secret. Shame on you, Hollywood. How long have you lied to us? Well, since your inception, actually. But I hope you did enjoy episode 49, and I hope you enjoyed also episode 48 where we did take a look at plastic surgery tourism. So very insightful episodes that I did have some technical issues while recording them, but they were released and today I'm knocking on wood you're going to hear it there have been no technical issues thank goodness but I will let you in on a little secret apparently I don't have technical issues this week I have a whole bunch of neighbors that are drilling shouting dogs barking it's just oh my goodness Okay, well, you know, <laughs> just and I have to keep on pausing because there's the neighbor who's asking the other neighbor, because here we're in Cyprus and we shout, um, to come and help him because, I don't know, I think a pipe burst or something. And I'm like, really? Now? Today? Okay. All right, recording gods, I hear you. And I'm dismissing you because I have an episode to deliver. So, hopefully, without further ado... I was wrecking my brain for over a week thinking, what am I going to talk about in this epic episode, episode 50? And then I had to go through like my project file where I keep all the articles I've saved for the past like year and a half, almost nearly two years. Um, and I was looking through them and I'm like, this is not doing it. This is not doing it. And then, and then the podcasting God smiled upon me and said, this is the article that you're going to be talking about on episode 50. So as an avid traveler myself, who's lived in a lot of countries in the 37 years of my existence, <laughs> I came across um, an article written by Jennifer Neal, and we're going to take a closer look at her experience and her article um, entitled, Navigating Beauty Standards Around the World as a Black Woman. So before jumping into her article, a little bit about Jennifer Neal. Um, so Jennifer is an American-Australian artist, musician, writer, cook, and occasional stand-up comedian. And she's currently living in Berlin. Uh, she says, though I was born in the U.S., I've also lived and worked in Japan, Spain, Mexico, Australia, and now Germany. One of my career highlights was working with Anthony Bourdain, rest in peace, for Explore Parts Unknown. Uh, she says, I presently work as a freelance translator and producer at Deutsche Welle, and my writing has appeared in Playboy, NPR, CNN, Gay Magazine, The Establishment, SBS, Atlas Obscura, and many, many other titles. I was nominated for a Pushcart Prize for my essay, In Search of Better Skies, in 2019. I'm a 2020 McDowell Colony artist in residence. I'm represented by Miley uh, Millie Riley at the Joe Unwin Literary Agency in London, and I'm currently writing my second novel. Her first novel is The Color of Her Blood, um, which will be published in September 2020 with Catapult Penguin Random House Australia. I'll be including Jennifer's website, which is originofspecies.com, and also her Instagram and Twitter handle so that you can give her a follow. So the article that we're going to look at is Navigating Beauty Standards Around the World as a Black Woman. It was written back in um, 2018, and it was updated the 19th of December 2019. So 12 years ago, when I moved to Japan, a neighbor treated me with a basket of omiyagi, or welcome gifts. 
It's one of the infinite unspoken customs of complex cultural communication for which Japan is so famous. In the basket was a series of shiseido lotions, hand creams, soaps, and perfumes, a relatively generous gift to offer a complete stranger, even a neighbor. I thought at the time. After a while, I began to notice that my hands had taken on a noticeably lighter complexion. Nothing gaudy, but something mildly reminiscent of Mickey Mouse's white-gloved persona. After a process of elimination, I stumbled through the ingredients listed on the hand cream tube written entirely in Japanese and came across the culprit, glutathione, an ingredient prominent in screen, sorry, in skin lightening cosmetics. We did mention this um, ingredient back when we did an episode on skin lightening, which was about a year ago, I believe. Um, definitely check out that episode. It's, uh, it's definitely an eye opener, that's for sure. Jennifer continues by saying, if that wasn't enough of a reason to get my black ass into gear about my Japanese lessons, then nothing was. I've since ninja blocked a number of skin lightening cosmetic brands across Asia. Navigating the rapidly changing beauty canon as a perpetual traveler is a natural hazard of the lifestyle, but doing so as a highly visible woman with dark skin proffers up an endless variety of hurdles that white women hardly even consider. Not only is the standard for what is culturally considered beautiful constantly changing, it does so in a way that continues to revolve around a Eurocentric standard, no matter where in the world you happen to be. And Australia had the most excruciating beauty standards of all. Tanning was a national pastime, a phenomenon that I heard an Australian comedian later describe as socially acceptable blackface. The fuck? No, 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 no. Anyway, I lost count of the number of times I was questioned by white Australians asking me why I was so religious about applying sunscreen, or the number of times I explained to them that it was because my grandfather died of melanoma. Hmm, I didn't think black people could catch melanoma, one person said to me. It's skin cancer, not a bloody football. Anyone can catch it, was my response. I honestly have a question for, for, for people. Is it so difficult to go and educate yourselves? I mean, instead of making like ignorant assumptions, why can't people just go and educate themselves? Is it so difficult? What, what is it with people, honestly? And then, and then people wonder why I'm such a hermit because I cannot deal with people sometimes. Actually, most of the time, I can't deal with people. People are so quick to point out that they've traveled to this and this place or they have this like degree or this certificate or whatnot. And then they make ignorant comments, jump to conclusions, make assumptions and have an opinion on somebody else's life. And then I used to be one of those people who would make excuses or find an excuse for people's ignorance. And then I was like, no, no, it's the 21st century. That's a choice for you to remain ignorant. And in all reality, for you to be racist. And then I'm just like, yep, nope, I'm going to be staying at home because I can't deal with I can't deal with people. I can't. Before I jump right back into Jennifer's article, I would like to say, go check yourselves and educate yourselves, please. Just please, for the love of whatever you believe in, please don't be ignorant and just educate yourselves. 
It's when I come across such good articles where the writer has and tells us, recounts their experiences of living abroad and, and things like that. And then I come across these kind of comments that people make to the writer, in this case, Jennifer. Um, they made these kind of comments and I'm thinking, what the, why, why? <sighs> and then my blood boils and then I go on a rant and rave. I'm so sorry. But please, check yourselves and educate yourselves. There is no reason for you to be ignorant in the 21st century. That is my PSA on with the article. While I had always subscribed to some manner of bodily grooming in the past, I quickly learned that dating in Australia meant removing every follicle of hair below the neck. Every four weeks or so, I laid on my back, wrapped my arms around the backs of my knees, and let someone baby powder my bum like a newborn. Then, lather my lady bits in sticky hot wax until my smoothness saw me practically slide. <laughs> I just got one of those mental images. Jeez. Ah, uh, so then lather my lady bits in sticky hot wax until my smoothness saw me practically slide off the table. Though I didn't mind, there is an indisputable alien quality about being waxed to a phallic luminescent polish. <laughs> Jennifer, I must say, I enjoy your writing. Thank you for that imagery. But women weren't the only ones subject to this expectation. Every man I dated did the same thing, with the exception of armpit hair, a stubborn taboo that transcended all demographics, sexual orientations, and religious backgrounds with equal amounts of disgust. During an Australia Day barbecue on Elwood Beach, I wore a summer dress that put my lazy, single, underarm waxing habits on full display. A gay friend of mine with extremely hairy armpits and hairy everything else raised his hand to his neck to clutch his proverbial pearl necklace and said, My goodness, hun, what's going on here? Australian men, I found, were subject to other completely unrealistic and damaging standards of aesthetic beauty. While health and fitness has always been a regular part of Aussie discourse, I observed a conversation that revolved less around health and well-being and more around sculpted aesthetics. One of my ex-flatmates kept small vials of anabolic steroids in the fridge, which he sold to keep himself afloat because his depression prevented him from holding down a steady job. One day we were discussing it and he stated that he simply felt like if he didn't look a certain way, he wasn't a man. How can any culture claim to be body positive without addressing the grim discrepancies that shame people into not only feeling this way, but being unable to speak out about it to anyone who can offer support? Since I moved from Australia to Berlin nearly two years ago, I have experienced a whole other meaning to the term body positivity. Not only are a range of body types normalized on TV and film, but beauty isn't a concept that stops applying at a certain age threshold. During the summer, public nudity is a norm and people of all ages, shapes, sizes, hair saturations, and muffin tops are encouraged to participate. In fact, the German word for excess fat around the waist is Hoftgold. Um, I hope I pronounced that right. <laughs> My German is a bit rusty, which literally translates to hip gold. I haven't waxed my armpits in nearly two years, and I haven't caught lice. My abs went away and the world didn't end. My vagina is covered in hair, and nobody's taken a weed whacker to it. Yet? But fetishization... <laughs> fetishization... Lord, do you know how many times I had to say that and it still came out all sorts of fucked up? So sorry. Um, but fetishization is a health hazard in daily German life. So are Nazis. Being a black woman, I naturally find myself the target of both of these more often than I would like. I've learned a lot about beauty over the years. 
but the only thing I've learned worth retaining is that its definition changes constantly, and mostly in a way that doesn't consider blackness in any meaningful way. That's why I no longer internalize anyone's definition of that word. I just operate under the radical idea that I always was and always will be beautiful in any form I deem fit. Yes! And, sorry, (laughs) I had to put that in there. And, as long as I read the labels to any new skin products before applying them, I'll stay that way. Thank you, Jennifer, for writing that article, Navigating Beauty Standards Around the World as a Black Woman. I found this article on sbs.com.au. Very insightful article um, to see what a black woman has to go through when she does travel around the world. And in this case, she mentions her experience in Germany, Australia, and Japan. I do hope you enjoyed this episode. And this episode actually gave me quite a few ideas for topics um, that I'm thinking of doing within the next few months. Because like I mentioned before, it gets hot in Cyprus. And let me tell you... (laughs) conducting an interview <laughs> when it's this hot and no 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 it's just it's just it it won't be done i don't think i would be bringing my a game if i conducted an interview when it's so damn hot in cyprus as i mentioned i will be putting jennifer neal's um instagram handle twitter handle and also um where you can read other articles um by her um on in the show notes on in <laughs> Oh, God, I remember when I was a teacher and we used to do prepositions and everything. (laughs) Apparently, I need a refresher course in grammar, (laughs) apart from many other things. But the reason why I'm actually hurrying up before the neighbor decides to drill and hammer away again. But uh, let me know what you thought of this episode. And also, I would love to hear your experience If you are a person of color, a black person, and an avid traveler, I would love to hear your experiences. You can always send me an email at beautyunlockedpodcast at gmail.com. I love how I have to bring my voice down just a bit um, for that dramatic flair. With all that being quickly said, (laughs) I'm telling you, I I am rushing at this point. I'm just like, I'm getting the sweats and I'm like, hurry it up, Carissa, hurry it up before he starts. Um, But with all that being said, you will hear from me very soon because I have to release a bonus episode uh, next week, probably Monday, if all goes well. No technical issues, no neighbors yelling, screaming, drilling. I don't know what else could happen and dogs barking. Um, So I will be releasing, releasing, God damn it, releasing. releasing a bonus episode on monday the latest by tuesday and another regular episode next friday with all that being said i hope you have a lovely weekend a safe weekend and you will hear from me very very soon bye Make it clap, clap, Make it clap, 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 cl